What up? Welcome to your morning drip. I am your host, Ronan Rock. You are here listening to your morning drip right here on 96.7 FM with our special guest, the one and only Mike Capes, King of the North in the building. How you doing, bro? What's up with it, bro? Uh, Not too (laughs) much, man. It's it's good to have you on here, especially, you know, after you blew all the way the fuck up. Bro, it's good to be gotten. I I was not the first to cuss, so we're going to bleep that out. Ah, (laughs) so you almost said a a dangerous president. Yo, man, it, it it is what it is at this point. Um, but, man, dude, number two on Apple, yeah. like, blowing up all across the Internet. Dame sitting up here singing your praises. Yeah, this, it's this, solid. The city's recognizing you right now yeah. heavy. Yeah, bro, it's a, it's a crazy feeling still soaking it in, really, uh, especially the chart stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'll never think about that type of stuff with releases, so. The homie uh, Deuce was like, "You need to check the the Apple charts," and I was like, "All right, I'll do that." And it, I was I came in on it on, at like seventy nine, and like within hours got up to like two. So it's crazy <laughs> for somebody who ain't got who ain't signed no label or ain't got no. I didn't put no money marketing into it, not even yet. So yeah, for that to happen, man, you gotta have a, a certain level of support, man. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I mean in Portland. Mm-hmm isn't the best known for supporting our artists until they're recognized outside the city. Yeah, hell no. Nah. So for you to get that kind of recognition from the jump yeah, is insane. Yeah, which bro. which number project is this for you now? Full length or just in general? Just in general. Mm, I want to say five. Five? Five, yeah. Yeah, and if, and if we were going on uh, quote unquote rap numbers of you know artists sit up here and put on ten albums and then they'd be like, "This is my debut first yeah, album." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Like with my music, I just try to make it move with where I am in life. I don't. Yeah, I just make the music, and then I look at the other stuff afterwards, bro. All the technicalities, like, nah, I got. Yeah, that's the number five. Yeah, I think like two. Well, what two? Two EPs. Yep. I think yeah, two or three. And then two albums. But how you take it is how you take it. To me, it's all music. Dude. And and, yeah. and the the thing that I think about this album, because it's, if I'm remembering correct, is it nine or eight tracks? It's nine. Uh, well, it's nine technically, but there's eight uh, musical tracks and one intro. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you didn't have to do some 24 song album. You didn't nah, have bro. to have some... <laughs> crazy you spent you know 100k on getting a feature from nah, bro. from whoever like it's it's solid and it's you yeah bro things work out 
for mm-hmm. the best, bro. I think when you're going to stuff with the right intentions, stuff yeah. work out, bro. You definitely went with the right intentions. Yeah. I mean, I I saw the the tracks that were on there that you know how they do the recommended tracks, and I'm gonna look at them real quick so yeah. I don't say the wrong thing. But it was on there. It was uh, affirmations and urgency. Yeah, I fuck with urgency. Yeah, bro. That's, <laughs> yeah, that that's a song I actually put out like as a single like over like a year and a half ago. But you know, with the pandemic, people forget about stuff. But I just felt like it fit into the project super well. You know what I mean? It was the track that kind of set the tone of where. I was in that journey, you know what I mean? Each song represent a, a part of it, like, over the past three or four years, but I'll, I'll, I'll rock with urgency. Dude. And even the art that's for this, because I don't know if you know, I know Sam. Yeah, I know that. The photographer, so even this, the the photography and everything else for the album came out, or not yeah. came out, but was done a while ago. Yeah. So you've been, like, sitting on this for a minute. Yeah, but I, when I started out writing, I was writing for an album, like a full, like, album, and I was like, nah, bro, I'm going to just... I wanted to put something out, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, but mm. I just sat on it, bro, and it turned into this. But I mean, it seemed like the good move to do. Yeah. So, I mean, now, I, I mean, you're number two, and, and I ain't trying to throw no no shade or anything else. You you think you're going to be able to take out Kanye's album? You think you're going to keep oh, him bro, out of the man, top three? <laughs> you got you got marketing money behind that, bro. Yeah. Label all of that, bro. That's why I couldn't get the number one with Pop Smoke at number one. I'm like, man, he's he done passed away. You gonna? Have, I, I'm fighting that. It's all good at two. Yo, dude, that's a, that's a strong number two, yeah. though, bro. That's, yeah, that's it's good. And yeah, bro. The, the one thing I will say that I was really stoked about, and you've kind of already mentioned this, you don't have like a crazy label backing. You don't yeah. have. Uh, 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 an insane marketing budget, yeah. uh, a street team, and all this other stuff. Like, yeah. literally, this is on the strength of the word of the album between fans and just people that are into hip-hop music. And yeah, I think, bro. you know, I, I gave you some 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 crap bef- like a couple of days before the album because you posted this iconic interview with Damian Lillard. Oh, yeah. Sitting up here claiming you be- to be yeah, the king bro. of not only uh, the North, but the king of Portland in general. Yeah. Like, yo, man, I... Yeah, that, I mean, promo. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're yeah. getting them roses. And somehow yeah. you got... So when was that interview actually done? Bro, it was sometime... Was it earlier this year? Bro, I don't, I don't really remember. It was either early this year or late last year. I woke up to that, bro. I was... I woke up to it on my phone. My phone was blowing. I'm like, what the heck? It was like, you see what Dame did? I'm like, nah, I didn't. And then I, somebody sent me the link. And I was like, oh, okay. Hell yeah. It's respect, for sure. Mm. He always been... Since he got here in Portland, he been... A supporter, man. He came to a show like in like 2012 on a random. And he posted my stuff on his uh Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then you did met, the four bar right Fridays there. too, didn't you? Uh, not really. I I like tried it a couple times, but I wasn't really engaged in it like that. Yeah. Nah. But it's tight though. I support it. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I, I yeah. hope is to sit up here and the the crew knows this to sit up here and do like a freestyle Friday thing here, like in the future where we'll have like you know people come down and you know big tig in the basement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rap city. Yep. Yep. I didn't know if you were old enough to know that. Sometimes. What? That's. I was mad when that was when that went off air. I was hot. Yo. I. That's I why I watched BET. Dude. That. Everybody else was 106 in Park. I was big tig in the basement. I Rap was Rap City. Yeah, Rap right City, now. bro. I, I, it was a lot for me when that when yeah. that ended. But all that being said, yeah, man. 
uh, let's let's start to get people to get to know you because I know okay. that that there is some of your story out there, but yeah. like I I really want people to know who you are. So first off, you're originally from Portland. Yeah, born and raised. Yep. And that is a weird thing, not only for <laughs> regular people in general, but yeah. especially for Black people. Facts. Because <laughs> you get transplanted in the city. It's few that born here, and so are you the first generation. Well, on my dad's side, I'm the first generation. My mom is first generation Oregonian. Her yeah. parent, her parents was from Louisiana and uh, in Alabama, and my dad is from my dad's side is from Mississippi. Okay, so yeah, so pretty where, much. So, where did you get influenced by like rap and hip hop music? Like, yeah. My aunt Lodi, yeah. actually, man, my mom's sister. I grew up uh, living with her back and forth, so. She big on music, man. Got a ton of vinyl. I grew up on like The Temptations, Marvin Gaye, and E40 and Tupac and Biggie. All of that broke Public Enemy, all of that. So she exposed me to a bunch of music. I can go over there today and we just sit in the living room and shit just play music type right. of thing. So that, right, that's man, a big you, influence. You you said Pac's name a couple of times before we even got yeah. into recording this show. That's my biggest influence. One of what I'm, I'm gonna have something to say about that yeah. later, but uh, there, there's a thing that we we've done on this show a few times with some of the, some of our guests, and and I want to do this with you, and I, I I feel like I might know a few of the people in here. Yeah. Uh, give me your top five <laughs> MCs of all time. Are we being objective or is just my personal? Oh, just your personal. It's oh, personal. It doesn't personal. it doesn't have to be like yo, this is the critically acclaimed yeah. number or anything else like that. Nah, nah, nah. I say for me. Tupac, Nas, mm -hmm. Scarface, DMX, and who am I forgetting? This and Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah. Yo, that's a lot of East Coast, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, bro. Even Tupac is technically. East yeah, Coast, I mean. Yeah. How do you feel about that? What? 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 Because I know that a lot of people. I like Tupac, West Coast, yeah. the vibe and everything, the music, the sound. Yeah. But then everyone's like, nah, he's born in New York, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like tell you. I look at him as more like worldly, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, he was born in New York, raised in Baltimore, and then he came to the Bay and then L.A. So I feel it's like equal time on each side. Yeah. Yeah. So I look at him as like that. But I see West Coast when I think of Tupac. Yeah. I, I, he banged it, it so hard. I mean, yeah. yeah. He sure enough did. And. Let me ask you this, since you're in this new generation of rappers yeah. and there's been the disrespect of <laughs> Tupac, how, how do you feel about that? It's clownish, bro. That's people that, you know, a lot of people get into music for the wrong reason. They ain't really a passion. They just, they stay up on the trendy stuff. But I feel like you got to be a student of what you're trying to do. And Tupac is a goat to me, you know what I mean? He wasn't super bar heavy. He mm -hmm. was, he was a... Uh, you felt what he was saying, you know what I mean? And seeing what he was saying, and you knew it was authentic. That's what I appreciate in an artist, you know what I mean? Yeah. And his storytelling ability. See, yeah. I always look as Pac as a storyteller, and I yeah. look at Biggie as the the lyricist, the yeah. freestylist, or whatever else. Biggie like is that. a better technical rapper than Tupac, but Pac is a better songwriter. That's I, how I look at it. Okay. I, yeah. I, like, I, Biggie I, is a technician, you know what I mean? Big. As far as, like, his flow and all of that type of stuff, but I think Tupac made better music. Mm. Okay, I see my. I have a weird love of both of them. Yeah, 
but my my biggest thing within them I probably love Biggie a little bit more yeah. because of my love of East Coast music. Yeah. But Pac has like this place in my heart where he comes like almost before him. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to listen to something more likely if I'm going to even go DJ something out yeah. it's more likely going to be Biggie. Yeah. But and still within that I love Tupac first. Yeah, it's like left and right hand. They both they both. I might be dominant with yeah. this hand, but you know, I still yeah. yeah. It's all it come down to personal preference, like your lifestyle, how you live, and how that music matches. You know, Biggie's music I think matches more the general public, mm -hmm. and I think Tupac speak for, you know, the voiceless more so. So, on on the topic of our top five, yeah, we we did this uh, not too long ago with Ian on the show. Um, this is gonna throw you a little bit off. Let's see. Your top five, yeah, and it doesn't have to be artists necessarily. It can be albums, R and B albums, because I, I I sometimes think people forget how much R and B music influence, especially hip hop yeah. artists, like their music. Can I just give artists instead of album? Yo, you can give whatever you want. Well, because there can be just an album that just yeah. speaks to you. I would say Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. I would say Marvin Gaye. Okay. I would say Lauryn Hill. I would say... Uh, See, I'm surprised you don't have Lauryn Hill in your top five of MCs. Because I look at her as like a hybrid, you know what I mean? More of a... Yeah. This, the album I love the most from her is the singing album, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? With uh, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. She raps on there, but it's more singing. Mm -hmm. But who did I say? I said... Stevie. Marvin uh, Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Lauryn, Lauryn. Hill. Uh, then you got the Isley Brothers. And... I'll, I'll probably go Al Green, bro. Yo, bro, I, I'm so surprised. Like, how, wait, how I like older? You? I'm 31. Yo, yeah. I'm surprised that you, within both categories, you didn't have any of uh, the newer stuff yeah. in there. E even not even like, and necessarily in this area, because you're basically going golden era yeah. and beyond on both yeah. of those. You ain't have no one from the from the bling era. You ain't yeah. have no one from this. Like no, I like singing, singing, bro. Like okay. I used to write R a lot of R and B. I just ain't no singer, so that ain't what I did. So yeah, I used to write a lot of that. But yo, I'll, no, I take Al Green out and put Earth, Wind, Fire. Yeah. Oh, damn. All yeah, right, they from your side, right? They from Chicago, right? Yo, I see. There's a, there's a little bit of controversy there. I'm just, I'm just gonna oh, say, snap. I'm just gonna nod and be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nah, so, so going back into your history, yeah. uh, so grew up, this is, this is the music that you were listening to at that point. Yeah. Your aunt set up here and showed you it. When was the first time you really went out and got exposed to hip hop? Like when's the as first time? As far as doing it or like? Uh, like, you know, maybe like your first concert, like what was like your first steps into leaving the house and participating in hip hop? Okay. I'll, I'll start with the first like real thing where I got bit by the bug, I think. I in mind playing tricks on me by the ghetto boys was the that video used to come on, I was like three or four and I was sick. I just sit in front of the T V and not do nothing else, crisscross applesauce just <laughs> watching it <laughs> intensely, bro. So that was the that was the bug I think with the mind playing tricks on me. But as far as writing and I started writing poetry like in the fifth grade and then sixth grade I started rapping. When I went to this foster home there was an older kid there that was rapping. I was like, huh, let me try this. Wait, 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 wait. You, 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 you skipping over you? Yeah. You went into the system? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got it. Yeah, I grew up kind of rough, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, Definitely. I, 
I didn't know that. A lot of my uh, sisters-in-laws and everything else are in uh, work for DHS and different like, yeah. child services stuff. So Yeah, whole piss in a cup and everything type thing. You know what I mean? They do your parents like that. Yeah, Man. all of that. So did that maybe more so influence your style within being like a... I would say you're a little bit more rough around the edges. You're a little bit more uh, J. Cole than uh, Drake. You you yeah. you you more of a, a just, real lyricist. With it's just shit. what I relate to. Like around that time, when I was in that far song, I started listening to a whole lot of Tupac too, and that's when I was like, oh, I could talk about stuff that I really been through. It's somebody that talk about what I've been through, and that influenced me. Yeah, pretty much, and that's how I got into the Tupac stuff. But even but there's always a point I think in an artist. Uh, like career where you kind of try to do the trendy stuff too and that was more so like high school for me and the hyphy movement and mm -hmm. all that i started i was in groups and doing that type of music but i think at the core yeah tupac and lupe fiasco cast like that yo all right all right you 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 said the brother's name so i feel like yeah, we can lupe? go off on this yeah. yo lupe was especially being from someone from the shop yeah was like a goat to me with that first album. Yeah, what is it? Uh, uh, food and Liquor? Food and Liquor. Yeah. And then he did The Cool. That's and my crazy. favorite song off the first album was The Cool. Yeah. Just the storytelling behind it, being the zombie, going through everything, yeah. and even how he wrote the beat. The beat itself was dope to me. Yeah. But then that second album come out, and it kind of reminded me of uh, Talib Kweli, Beautiful Struggle. Yeah. Where it's like you're trying to be a crossover artist. Yeah. You got the success off your first one, and yeah. you, you're trying to be a crossover artist. Yeah. Did you feel the same about that? Now, I was I was a little younger back then, so I wasn't thinking of music like that. I mm -hmm. was just like, oh, I like this mm -hmm. type thing. Uh, I was exposed to Lupe by, like, one of my mentors, Karanja Cruz. He was like, hey, listen to this, bro. And I started listening to him. I was, I was like, God, this dude mm -hmm. hard. It was like this mixtape song he did where he was, like, rapping about being, like, inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. Like and cigarette cartons, and the cigarette carton said this to the blunt paper, and the blunt like. Was he already doing first and fifteen then? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause he has that one brother on it that also kind of blew up. I cannot remember his name. Oh, uh, he a gospel rapper now or something like that. The I dude that did dumb it down. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was hard. I can't remember his name either. Yeah, sorry, we we're not saying you're forgettable. <laughs> <or anything. laughs> My bad, bro. <laughs> He's hard though. Um. Nah, man, I I really fell in love with Lupe. Funny thing is, is uh, one random saw him in the airport and was about to say something to yeah. him, and I was like, I don't want to have uh that that bow wow moment, yeah, where me and you sitting up on the same plane and you sitting up here posting a picture like you sitting up yeah. in a private jet. Yeah. Just, I was like, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's different when you see somebody that you look up to or admire like that. Yeah. I don't want to see behind the curtains on this one. Yeah, I'm just because it may not go right how you wanted to go. And yeah, it exactly. Might ruin your whole taste in your mouth. So I, I left him alone on that. But then he came to Portland and he did a show. And my boy, you know, Lupe is a huge anime yeah. nerd within all that stuff. So my homeboy made him this boom box. I was there, bro, with the samurai sword. Yeah, out of I was it? downstairs when he got it. Yeah, because my partner uh, Rashid Jamal opened for him. Yeah, and I was there when it went on. Yeah, I got video of that when he started tweaking over that uh, boombox. That boombox is crazy. I, I, you know, I, I secretly wanted that for myself. Man, I, I did. I don't even watch anime, bro. <laughs> like, you don't watch anime? I never got into it, bro. It's tight looking at it, you know what I mean, the art and all of that, but I just never, I just never really got into it. Not that I don't respect it. I just never got into it. Okay. So, we kind of know 
where your influence of, of hip hop came from now. What what was it like when you did your first performance? Like where was your first performance? Uh, my first performance was at the high school I went to, Benson. Uh oh. Yeah, I remember skipping school for half the day, me, because I was in a group and we went to like Nordstrom Rack trying to find shoes, get fits together. Mm-hmm. And it was for a talent show. It was called uh, Tech Idol. But we wasn't on the actual thing on the competition. We was like a guest <laughs> performance. Because at that time I was like 17, 16, and we had a song that was on the radio already. Oh, word. Yeah. At, uh, back then it was 95.5, but yeah. All right. We had a song on the radio back then called I Stay Clean. It was like a hyphy song. So. We, pr- we came out to perform it, and they almost shut down the whole talent show because people started rushing the stage. So that was my Word. first experience, bro. Like, yeah, I got a picture of that and everything. Yeah, that was the first experience performing from there. I was like, oh, I could do this. Yeah. I was nervous all day. Dude. And then when the curtains opened, I was like, it just go- it just came to me, and it happened. Dude, I, I remember doing my uh, high school talent show, and uh, – Messing around, the foreign exchange student, yeah, was the dude making the beats and <laughs> trying to rap. And we made up a song, and I didn't realize the talent show was a competition, yeah. I just thought it was like, hey, just showcase your talent, yeah. And so we did that, and at the end of it, we won. Oh, and, solid. and we were super gassed on it, we thought it was hilarious. It was mostly probably because he was a foreign exchange student, yeah. and that's why we won. But afterwards, my boy was like, yo, man, you know what we should do. We should make T-shirts, and it literally oh, says, "Yins." Yeah, and Ronan won the talent show. Hey, that's tight, dude. It was he's thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah, I still got that shirt somewhere. <laughs> um, so that you, you were sitting up here saying you got your song on the radio before you even did the talent show. Yeah, dude, what was that like? What was it like hearing your? your you it was on crazy because I man. remember where I was. I was working at was I working at Lids? I might have been working at Lids, and I heard it come on the radio. Mm. And I was having a terrible day at Leeds. I hated working there, bro. <laughs> working at the mall sucks, man. Bro. I worked at Zoomies. And who I worked for? Nah, bro. And I heard it on the radio. I was like, oh, I'm almost cussed just now. But yeah. <laughs> I was like, it, it definitely lifted me up for sure. I mean, did it make you just want to go up to your boss or your manager and just be like, yo, I'm putting in my two weeks right now? No, I actually, nah. (laughs) I actually was, (laughs) whoa. (laughs) Nah, but I was like, hey, this me, this me. He was like, oh. (laughs) And I I was happy, though, the rest of the day. Yo, man, you got to be. Yeah. You got to be gassed. You know what? There's been some weird controversy, and I don't know if you probably know about this, but when uh, Dodger was still with Fresh Selects, and they were trying yeah. to put her, get her song on the radio. There was that whole entire controversy of them not playing it on the radio. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's a huge. There's a huge thing about it. Uh, I would think they would play her. I mean, I, I think that they would play anyone from yeah. our city. Uh, it's one of the reasons, like you know, we're not having it today. But when we have DJs here on the show, we're gonna make it so they're going to play at least two artists per episode. Yeah, that's dope. From Portland, and. Um, and it's got to be, it can't be any of the artists I played within that same week because, you know, there's going to be a bunch of corny-ass DJs that are yeah. going to be like, not that I'm going to bring on the show, yeah. but there'll be a bunch of corny-ass DJs, and the only artist they're going to know is Amine. Yeah. And they're only going to play Not Canada tapped into what's going on. Nah, and, and the thing is, and, you know, shout-out to Amine. Respect you, bro. Love yeah, you, bro. Yeah, time. But uh, there's other dope artists out there, and there's other tighter songs that have come out from this city than that yeah and and I, i'm i'm gonna say bro for real you got a handful of them because 
uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to make you, you know, blow up your spot a little bit right <laughs> now. Uh, we sit up here and we're doing the market. Yeah. Uh, and we did the drip market. And you, you came up and you bought one of uh, one of my prints. Yeah. And then afterwards, I like blasted your music. And we had people coming up for the rest of the day sitting up here asking me. I think I told you when, yeah. you, when you came back by uh, being like, yo, so-and-so just sit up here and was trying to grab your track. And like, yeah. you know, everybody was asking what the name of the song was and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I think if more music was played like that within Portland, like we would have a, a better staying power. But I would say, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. No, no, we okay. good. Um, I would say this, and I, I want to hear your perspective on this. Yeah. Um, out of the music that's been coming out recently, and like it, from all across the country, and uh, T-Pain just went off on this. <laughs> I think I've seen this clip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, mm, it looked like the internet half me halfway be working. <laughs> let let let's see if I can get the T Pain. Let's let's see if this comes up. It might just come up. Uh, but basically, the thing that ended up happening, he was going off on all the rappers, sounding the same. And I wouldn't say that Portland has necessarily a hands down sound yeah. from us yet. Yeah. But I will say this: out of the artists that have been getting recognized re- recently, and I'm really excited that. Even though you haven't been blasted crazy on the radio yet in yeah. Portland, your album's only been out what three days now? Yeah, like the perspective of how it should be played out here yeah. and what people should know about it. I think that that sound might more so get solidified, and more so, what's going to end up happening is there's going to be instead of a sound of Portland, there's going to be a quality of Portland. Yeah, and it's going like to be that. it's going to be like yo. Portland's got a bunch of lyricists. Yeah. Portland's got a bunch of dope songwriters. Yeah. Portland's got a bunch of like producers of this caliber in it. Yeah. And I think we're gonna start to get recognized for that more so than being like, oh, this is a barrier sound because yeah. it's like everybody's copying yeah. each other. I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't I, know how you feel about that. I look forward to it, bro. Like I think I don't know, naturally from coming from St. John's in North Portland, our sound is naturally like storytelling and it's like uh it's kind of like on a Nas type thing, you know what I mean? Just talking about, it's reality rap, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily uh, glorifying nothing like that, but it's like, it's telling stories and coming from a, a place of like, you know, struggle and stuff like that. So I think that's a part of the reason why this, I got the style I have. But as far as like a sound for Portland, I think it'd be like what you said, a certain quality, you know what I mean? Because I feel like there's a bunch of different sounds in Portland. I don't think there's one dominant sound either, but... yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even say that it was. It doesn't sound necessarily West Coast. Nah, it's like it's a mix because the weather. <laughs> I mean, the weather doesn't really permit it to sound like Southern California. I think the Bay has a little bit of an influence on like the younger generation, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's just one sound. I don't think no city has one sound. No, I think there's a sound. There's an artist that busts and then mainstream. They say that's the sound. You know what I mean? Chicago had drill, but before that. Mm-hmm. There was Common, there was Kanye, there's Lupe, there's Twister. You know what I mean? There's no, I don't think there's one sound. There's yeah. just a sound that blows up in an area, and it's like like Atlanta. It, everything well, is not trap. I think maybe in more of L.A. and New York, there's a certain cadence or there's uh, yeah. uh, a certain what, – what's that word when it's um, – it's like if you're from London, you it's your – no, not your lingo. It's the uh, 
Not slang. So I, I get what you're saying, though. No, it's it's the how you sound when you talk. Accent. Your accent. Yeah, yeah. In New York and L.A., there's an accent. Yeah. And, and in Portland, I don't know if we're maybe defining that accent yet of it's what it might be. It's up, bro. Like, because like we was talking about earlier, a lot of people's family from different places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially black people. Like, so we all talk a little different. Yeah. Like, me growing up, I was always like, ass, is you from here? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm from here. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, like, fourth grade, some teachers like, are you from the South? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> but, like, it's just that type of influence, you know what I mean, as far as accents. Because it's like California accent plus our own thing up here with the slang and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you're saying, like, defining signature, like, accents and sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially uh, with this, I, I definitely would put you within, and I don't know if you do, this new generation of rap within Portland. Like, I would say the last generation was, like, the Topes, the uh, Jemiah, uh, not Jemiah, no one knows him as that, Ep. Yeah. Um, and he stuff cold, like, bro. Yo. Ep is cold. I, I grew up with Ep. Yeah. Like, used to. You talented, bro. Rap and shows with him and concerts and been in groups with him back in the day, so. Yeah. Um, but. That being said, man, definitely, definitely feel like this next wave of Portland is, is about to be nuts. Yeah. And, and I'm really going to say, you know, you in particular, bro. Thank you, bro. You. I hate when people say someone sounds like something. Yeah. Because you pigeonhole them to that. Facts. But I would say you are surrounded by good company of dope rappers yeah that i would put on a playlist with you oh for sure bro Thank I, you, i'm bro. I, i'm i'm if i if if i'm making a playlist i know that there's definitely gonna be some nas on there yeah. i know there's definitely gonna be some Pac on there i yeah. know there's definitely gonna be some j cole on there yeah, like Kendrick, I, yeah. big crit nipsey yo bruh you, yeah. you you already know this yeah. so you know it's the thing that i'm i'm never gonna sit up here and say you sound like shit that's what I love, bro. I, I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like I sound like nobody. I feel like there's influences in there, but voice-wise, I have heard a couple, like, game, and I can't remember, like, voice-wise. Yeah, I, I'm now that and, you say that, but not the content. And then, and then Nas, kind of. I've heard those two. It wasn't, yeah, it was them two. But I think I sound like myself, but yeah, that's dope. dope. I like game, and I like Nas. So, now... From from going to from concrete dreams to this, yeah. How do you feel like? What do you feel is like change for you as an artist? I think the biggest thing is being inclusive in the creative process. Because okay. before this one, uh, in spite of, I just would record all the music, not sending nobody to get no opinions, and just like they'll see it on the back end, and I ask them what they think about it on the back end. But with this, I was inclusive in the process. Like I. Song might not even be done, but I'm sending it to certain people to get their opinion along the way, and I think that's is is the big difference with this one. Yeah, and and just finding the balance on on this project, because Concrete Dreams is like 19 songs, and it was mostly heady stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, this one is like a mix. You know what I mean? It's more personal. And a lot of the, another thing is like just not creating with ego. You know what I mean? With cold blooded and. Sheesh, I was creating, I was in a, a competitive rapper mode, which was needed mm-hmm. back then, but it was about, I was coming from the ego a lot, but with this, it's more so just reflecting, being personal, and uh, just being 
I've always been honest with my music, but being more honest and letting people in to kind of know me. Kind of like a reintroduction type thing. Yeah. It's similar to my first project in a way. Yeah. So I wish that we had the the situation with uh, the computer a little bit better than what it is yeah, right now. So good. we could go through some of the tracks, but, yeah. you know, we just moving in here and trying to get things settled. Yeah. But we definitely going to have you back and definitely going to have to talk about, you know, going through some of these tracks more. Yeah. I do got to say with. Was it was it on? Let me. I, I have the worst memory. Was it on affirmations or on urgency that you were talking about your wife? It was on urgency, right? Urgency, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you and your your partner in crime, your DJ, Dre yeah, Slaps, yeah. seem like dudes that are like not out there wilding at the club, yeah. not out there doing crazy stuff. Like yeah. y'all both married. Yeah. And especially with you, it's a thing that's not like, you know, not hoes and so on and yeah. blah 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 and your music really like even nah, if you touch on it it's not really yeah i don't i'm not into the degrading women in no type of way in my music bro i don't use the b word in that way bro i'm not i wasn't raised that way like i'm raised on certain values and morals and that's how i move you know what i mean i don't mm -hmm. really move with like what people think is cool or anything like that my parents was together 42 years you know what i mean so that's what i seen is that your is that your foster parents? No, no, my parents. Your parents, parents yeah. Okay. I was only fostering. That was like one year type thing. But oh, okay, I get yeah. what you're saying. But my parents was together 42 years before my dad passed. So I seen that. I seen a lot of trials and tribulations with them, but at least I seen like a family unit. You know what I mean? So that's that kind of put the picture in my head and what I, what I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be with one woman, solidify that. Cool. You know what I mean? So I just yeah, I always kind of been. Like kind of old so since I was real young, so I just never been into the whole get the money out of girl, blah 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 blah. It's corny to me. Yeah, I get it. That's a, some people's lifestyle, but it's just corny to me. Dude, you you know how many probably like female listeners you're just gonna get off saying yeah. that they're gonna be like, yo, a dude in rap that can be respectful, yeah, and still be them. Yeah, I think people just at the end of the day, people got to be themselves. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. I think. A lot of times people walk around and try to live a facade type thing. A lot of I think a lot of these dudes don't really believe what they be talking about in a lot of stuff. I think people feel like rappers feel like they got to do stuff that's popular. Yeah. But I feel like you born by yourself how you are and unique. So if you just be you, you're going to stand out. But a lot of people just, they got a fear of being themselves, I think, in their music. And that's... You you saying this, it got got, it got make me do one more top five with you because you, yeah. you, you saying all this is sparking up. Who who's your your favorite uh, female MC? My favorite? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. I know artist is Lauren Hill. Mm -hmm. Uh, rapper though. I like Rhapsody a lot. Okay. I think Jean Grey is super hard. Now now you're gonna go old school on every other. Is this old school? One we did. No no no. It's fine. You can pick yeah. what you like. Just I'm like just like quality, you gonna go bro. old school. Want, every oh you want one. this era? No no no. You, what you doing is. Correct. Yeah, I yeah. just love the fact that you went old school on the other two. Yeah. Picking golden era, picking before then. And yeah. on this, you named like two basically modern day yeah. artists for the first two off the top of your head. Yeah. That's amazing. Bro, I like rapper rappers, bro. Like, yeah, I think it's cool when uh, women embrace their sexuality in their music, but I also feel like don't make that the main thing. I think we all complex, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I th like, you know, Cardi, Megan Thee Stallion, they all tight to me, but like, I feel like 
more can be said. You know what I mean? Same thing with male, with male rappers as mm. well. It's shit, cor- it's corny to just stay in that lane, bro. I don't want to hear about what you got in your pants and how many you women you stealing and all of that, bro. Like, I think it's also counterproductive when people talk like that because you want fans, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to uh, demoralize your fans and say. I got this money. You don't. You broke. I mean, don't you want broke people to listen to you too? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, people. It's just counterproductive. It's ego. I, I mean, it's corny, bro. A lot of that's part of that marketing scheme because you have those rappers that yeah. pretend like they're millionaires before they start out, and then that's that's fraudulent, bro. Just be you, dude. It's corny, bro. People respect that more when they can see themselves, some of themselves in you. They respect that more. Dude. Music about c- connection. So I gotta say, when within talking about female MCs in particular, yeah, I I always loved Queen Latifah. I always yeah. loved MC Light. I've been waiting for because music always goes in cycles. You have yeah. people and certain characteristics that that become uh, a legacy thing, and it's mm-hmm. just a really crazy thing sometimes when we don't have that return to something. So when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about Lauren Hill. Like, yeah. we don't have a modern-day Lauryn Hill, wow. and the closest thing would be, like, a Rhapsody or a Jean Grey, but they're yeah. not quite that. Yeah, there's a certain balance of, like, mainstream appeal. Mainstream appeal, but being able being to sing. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, you don't have to be uh, an utter sex symbol, but yeah. you are, like, recognized as being beautiful within whatever. Yeah. And it's not wrong to embrace that. No. Nah. No. Nah. And so it's just it's a really crazy thing to me that we don't have a second coming of that. But I do feel like we're having this weird mix of a million little Kim Foxy Brown yeah. types and then people that are kind of trying to be uh, the new version of Missy Elliott. Yeah. And, I, yeah. And, and I'm just like, it goes back and forth within that. And I, I always like looking like, for it. I think there is women artists out there like that, but in the mainstream, they're not getting pushed like that because, you know, it's all about selling. Mm-hmm. So I think Chica is hard. Chica, you heard of her? Mm-mm. She hard, bro. She sing and rap. And okay. She's hard. I think she's from Alabama. Okay. Chica is hard. It's C-H-I-K-A. Okay. She's tight. And my homegirl, uh, Gifted Gab from Seattle, she really be rapping and she sing. Wait, wait, what's her name? Gifted Gab. It's not It's not it, Gift of Gab. That's... Why is that a thing nowadays? It was, but she's been had this name. People just call her that, called her that, gifted Gab, and she ran with it, you know. Damn. But she's she's talented, bro. Yeah, super talented. Yo, dude, from Seattle, but she based in L.A. right now. So, because we 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 don't got too much time left, I, yeah. I still want to hit a few things. One major thing is we kind of talked about this earlier. You were saying, or I was saying that it's that thing of like sometimes that that album after your first big one. And I know that you're still riding this yeah. one. But what are you in preparations of doing the rest of this album? Or not doing the rest of this album, sorry, saying that. Uh, putting out this album, do th- doing the rollout, going on tour, yeah. whatever that may be. Going into this next one, because you got to start writing. Like, yeah. you know, what are you, what, what in your head are you like, I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to try to force yeah. something so I can say true yeah, to me, I think uh, I think it's about just letting people sit with the music before you do the whole microwave thing and just try to hit people with millions of songs. I feel like I make the type of music that settles in with people and it lasts longer. Mm-hmm. So like I, I don't look at it. I try not to play the game off other people's rules or what other people is doing. I try to think about how people take in my music and go from there. But 
in spite of is part of a four part series. You know what I mean? This is the first one, bro. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah this is the first one, bro. So is this and it'll be three more after it you know what i mean so oh that's dope yeah that's real it's, dope the series is called courtesy of capes and in spite of it and they all connect so it's in spite of dot 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 the next one to be something else dot, yeah dot, yeah dot. I, don't, I don't want you yeah. to give it away i i know you got you got some master plan behind it yeah but. bro I'm, so i'm just focused on the creation that's all i'm looking at it's like being in a gym by yourself that's how i look at it i'm trying to be my best self i ain't competing with nobody Dude. That ain't how I look at it. I used to look at it like that, but older, wiser now, it's like you just got to be your best self. You don't got to compete with nobody. Nah, not the. I not let the, the people say who they think is the best and what they think is the best with the music. It's about the music first to me, though. I mean, you already got you know one of the greatest NBA players of all time saying yeah. you're one of the best. So I mean, I mean that's that's definitely that's dope. Yeah, it's definitely dope, but. I've been doing this long before that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that is definitely like a cherry on top, man, and it also bring in new people. Because, you know, when somebody with status like that, it's like, it's no, with Dame saying that, it's no different than LeBron being in the gym working out to some music and people like, what's that? Yeah. So I appreciate the hell out of Dame for, for uh, supporting and being a real one, bro. I can, I can text Dame and it's cool, you know what I mean? Dude, what, who, who's someone you want to work with? That you rap? Got, yeah. Ooh. Like pro- producer or MC? <laughs> you gonna say I'm old school again? I like Primo. Oh, okay. I like, I like Ninth Wonder. Ninth? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, like, I guess that uh, makes sense with Rhapsody and everything yeah, else. I like uh, who else? Pete Rock is tight. Uh, man, it's a lot of produ- it's so many producers, bro. I don't know all the names, but I know when I hear the sound. What What about uh? Oh, why am I gonna forget homie's name? Uh, the Machine. Um. Da 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 the machine. Oh man, I'm I'm doing a horrible deal. No, no, not okay. <laughs> uh he has like partial paralysis in his face. Oh, you talking about Conway. Conway. Yeah, Conway I'm gonna do a track machine. with Conway. Like I love Griselda stuff. Dude, I mean it, that's one of my favorite stuff. I love Larry June too. Like it, it balances from <laughs> you good. I got excited. It, it balances from like Larry June to Griselda. I like all different types of rap, bro. Like I don't feel like you gotta be the most lyrical miracle spiritual type of rapper it just got to resonate you know what i mean like Pete, i i if, if i had a short i'm gonna give my short list of five rappers or yeah. producers i would want to hear yeah. with mike Cage. okay so first off asap ferg that is interesting i would i would i would like to hear you and him go back and forth especially because he's the roughest style from the asap mob yeah. in my opinion that actually is like commercially viable yeah so hearing you with him Think would be dope i would say conway um i could definitely hear you on some primo stuff yeah but i would i would skip premiere premium i i would go for i would want to hear you with q-tip that'd be hard i would want and if i could make it into a combination i would want to hear you with q-tip and Raphael sadiq Ooh, i would want to hear I would want like to hear y'all in the studio together. I think yeah. that would be that would be fun, bro. I'd just be soaking it up. Yeah, asking um, questions, man. And then, oh man, um, I don't. You haven't mentioned him, so I don't know your feelings on him. But uh, I really want to hear you with Cube. And you said who? Cube. Ice, Ice Cube? Cube. Oh, that's one of the influences too, bro. I forgot, bro. Yeah. Ice Cube would be fun. I like younger Ice Cube. That mm-hmm. more that, but like. It'd be tight to work with him. Dude, Ice Cube and, you know, obviously Dre yeah. would be some some combination of that yeah. would be 
be dope. It'd be tight to do something with Common. Yo. That B, I, B album is one of my favorite albums. All right. Everything from B and before. Yeah. I mess with. Yeah. I I don't hate anything past that. It just don't resonate. It much. don't resonate. It yeah. ain't on my frequency. Yeah. And it, and I feel like it was once again one of those things where it's like we're gonna make him, especially because Kanye or Kanye yeah. got a hold of him. He's gonna like I'm gonna make you into a crossover artist. Yeah. And and it's it's a good too. I mean, I want to see Common get more money, but I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. As it, far as like the the feeling mm-hmm. that you had before, I would also give. Uh, if I can do an honorable mention, I I would do, I would take either Aloe Black. Bro, that is interesting. Aloe Black is tight, though. I would take Aloe Black yeah. and possibly Tyler. And I Tyler might want to, yeah. I'm I might, with him, definitely. I might just say produ- the production stuff that he's done yeah. with people and everything else. He's hard. He's like the new Pharrell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He like Pharrell meets uh, who was I? Who else was I comparing him to? Pharrell meets Kanye. Okay. That's how I feel about Tyler Creator. I feel like he on that next level of because his development over the years has been crazy. Mm-hmm. When he first came out, I didn't really like his stuff like that. I was like, all this shock horrorcore kind of like the stuff mm-hmm. he was saying. I was like, eh. All right, but how then, he wrote those beats though back then? Yeah, like uh, what's the one he came out with when he was eating the roach and stuff in the video? Oh, uh, I love that goblin? beat. Goblin, yeah, no, but goblin. The song though, uh, no, that's the song. Is it? Nah, Yonkers, Yonkers. Yeah, yeah I Yonkers. love that. I love that song. That I'm beat. I'm a fucking walking paradox. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, that song, yo. Every time I was in the like, club, who is this? I, they had I, people scared to watch the video and stuff. Dude, when I was out <laughs> DJing and stuff, it would I would always play that. And I would always play Childish Gambino. And there'd be the certain people in the crowd that would sit up here and know, like, everyone would rock to it because, you know, I can mix. I can sit up and handle that. But there'd be people like, yo, man, you played, like, three. (laughs) That's what happens when you're in Chinatown. One of them big boys. Yeah. Uh, Yo, man, he he just, you know, the funny thing is, it probably, you probably can't hear it on the mic. Yeah. But it's just loud enough where we can. Yeah, it's joking. I hate them type of trucks. Uh, but nah, uh, what was I gonna sit up here and say? No, uh, Yonkers, yes, it was crazy. Childish Gambino within that was crazy. I would, I would say though, the ultimate person that I, I would want to hear you with, and I, I know it, the exact team of what it'd be. Yeah, I want to hear you with Jake One. Yep. Freeway. He need to respond to me. Oh, Jake, we can make that happen. Jake One, bro, he need to respond to me. Yo, yo. I've been trying to get a beat from him forever, but I get it. Yo, Rev Shines, hit up Jake One. Can I get one? Get get God. get this so we can do we'll bring we're gonna bring back Mike. We're gonna have a Jake One beat and we're gonna sit up here and do a freestyle. Let's do that. it, bro. Uh I'm down for a part two with this. I'm yeah. cool, bro. Well, you know chilling. This this is gonna be a bit of a, a shorter one today. That's all right. We we ain't I, I think we're gonna can we at least get into just the one sounds about white? We didn't have a sounds about white. Never mind. What's we are sound, not doing the sounds what's about, about sounds. What sounds about white? So sounds about white is easy. oh. <laughs> I'll be saying that. I'll be saying that. Well, well, well. Give me, you know, grab that mic and then and just let us know what the local news is. And if you got anything to bring up video-wise, you can still bring it up in there. And we'll close out the show with that. 
So this just came in yesterday. Portland is officially down to only one full-time traffic officer as speeding tickets plummet. Wow. There's only one cop out there patrolling the streets of traffic. That's crazy. And and this matters this much to Mike because we didn't even get into it. You're vegan. No, I'm not vegan. You vegetarian? No, I was for like a year and a half. Then I ate some jerky at a work meeting and spun back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, bro, because I was scared to eat meat after not eating it for you. I would have dreams. I ate a burger and wake up like, oh, I messed up. Wow. Until I ate that jerky and I was like, I'm not sick. I had those same dreams when I went vegan. Bro, it's crazy. It happens every once in a while. You always wonder, like, if you did it when you're drunk, too. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I fucked up when I was drunk. Yeah. 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 It happens to everyone. I might go back to vegetarian, though. I liked how I felt, man. That A whole lot of energy. Wait, wait. Hold, hold on. Have y'all seen uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Nah, what's that? All right. It's a dope movie. You got to yeah. see it. Uh, basically, the premise is in one of the scenes is that there's uh, seven evil exes, and one <laughs> of the exes uh, gets his superpowers from being uh, vegan. And Whoa. And it's and in this, there's basically a three strikes you're out rule. Three times you get to sit up here and slip up and eat meat. What what was the thing that he didn't realize uh, had dairy in it? Cheese, um, probably eggs, cheese. I love eggs. I couldn't be vegan. Mike, you know what I'm talking about? I do know the movie. I don't know the scene. Like I don't know what thing was eaten. Oh man, it I was seen it in a long time. It's an old movie. It it was it was some kind of like custardy thing that he's like wait. That has eggs in it, and it's like it's in the name, and he's like, "Damn!" And uh, the the best part about it was the homie that's sitting up here beating his beating his butt sits up here. He's like, "You once were vegan, now you must be gone." (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious, dude. It was so corny, but it was so good. It's also Michael Cerf's in it, and he's the superhero of the movie. I need to check this out, bro. Yo, dude, it's one of my favorite movies. yeah, man, it's great having you on the show. Congrats on the album. It's it's amazing. It's dope. Um, we're definitely going to do a part two. Thank you for coming out. Uh, let, let people know where they can find you on social media. Sure. You can do it in this camera right here. Oh, man. First of all, I want to say I appreciate y'all for having me here. It's fun. Uh, you can find me at Mike Capes Rap on Mike's, Mike Capes Raps on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-I-C-C-A-P-E-S-R-A-P-S. And just Mike Capes on Facebook. But you can find the In Spite Of Project on all streaming sites. But I prefer you go to Bandcamp and buy it or <laughs> iTunes Music. Yeah. But you can find it everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, all of that. Yeah. And uh, what? What's the, what's the first music video we getting out of this? Urgency. Urgency? Yeah. I was hoping that was... Man, you, j- you just got... Man, you got some... That was breaking news. I ain't even said that yet. Ah, yeah. got that in. Good yeah. well, word, man. Dope. We're going to be looking out for it. When you drop it, we're going to play it here on the show. So, you know, sure. we got and you, I got, bro. And I got uh, I to send you the whole... Yeah, I got tracks to send you for the radio and everything, so... Oh, yeah, we talked about you this. You told me about that, and, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I put one together. A DJ, what do you call it? DJ a, Pack. A yeah. D, DJ Edits, but yeah, yeah, but you can do it as a DJ Pack for yeah, yeah, with, with uh, acapellas and all that, so I got you. All right, man. Thank yeah. you. Uh, we're going to make sure to put the links for all Mike's stuff down below in the comments on YouTube. Uh, or Sorry, in the description on YouTube. Uh, I'm also going to look at this camera because this is a camera I'm supposed to be looking at. Yeah. So make sure to follow us on your morning drip. Uh, we're on all social medias, morningdrip.com. 
is a website where you can get all the goodies and stuff. Uh, once again, make sure to like and subscribe. This is Ronan Rock, your host of Your Morning Drip. My special guest. My capes. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> we out. Peace. <laughs>